a world where Rochelle never watched a single Marvel Cinematic Universe film, she unexpectedly became a fan of WandaVision. Chaos and confusion ensued. She had questions. Jay, the resident MCU expert, also known as The Husband, tried to answer these burning questions to no avail. She required more knowledge. Out of this mayhem was born the Marvel-less podcast. Join Rochelle on her cinematic adventure as she bravely watches every single MCU film and valiantly asks her husband Jay thousands of questions. Warning, spoilers, a lot of them, and tons and tons of strong language. Now, let's assemble! Hello, and welcome to episode 31 of the Marvelous podcast. We will be talking about the second half of Doctor Strange. Yes, the first Doctor Strange. The first Doctor Strange. This Multiverse of Madness came out a couple days ago. Yes, which you have seen and I have not. Yes, that is correct. I am not there yet. Nope, you'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there eventually. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so here we are. And I just want to give a quick shout out. It seems like we have a listener from Brazil, which is new. So that's kind of cool. And it seems like we have a... Another listener from New Zealand, or a couple folks from New Zealand, for a while Auckland was winning out, and now we've got some folks in Wellington. So, that is interesting. That is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's super interesting. So, I don't really know, I haven't done a whole lot of digging into our domestic listeners. (laughs) I don't know how to better say that. Just Uh, our listeners abroad. Yeah. Yeah. So, because those are the ones that kind of jump out where I'm like, oh, that's a new one. Yeah. So, oh, and it looks like we've got a few folks from uh, Quebec now. From Quebec? From good old Quebec. (laughs) So, we've got um, that grade A Alberta beef and uh, some folks from Quebec. That's awesome. Yeah. And if you don't watch... Wait, are there people from Alberta? Yeah, Alberta can't... Yeah. Oh, nice. 90% of our listeners from Canada are in Alberta, and 10% are from Quebec. Nice. Yeah. It's getting that grade A Alberta beef. That grade A Alberta beef, yeah. (laughs) And uh, we still have a chunk of folks in Hess, Germany. Nice. Yep. And some people in India. Nice. And France. And the UK. Huh. In England, specifically, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And somewhere in the Philippines. Nice. Yeah. So, we love that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, not... I'm super pumped that... Again, if you're if you're starting from the beginning and then you get 31 in or however, whenever we start mentioning where you're from, if you could DM us or let us know that you... Like, how you found us. Yeah. That would be super cool because it is cool to see how folks find this podcast. Yeah. Outside of our small group of friends. <laughs> so yes. we, we appreciate you. But yeah, so here we are. So, um, Jay, could you tell us what happened in the second part of Doctor Strange? Yeah. Hopefully it's relatively cohesive to the last episode we did because my notebook has mysteriously vanished. So I'm starting from scratch. Um, so... Doctor Strange is in the hospital, nearing death, 
Um, he projects his astro form or astral form to help Christine keep him alive, essentially. Um, and then once she revives him, essentially, he comes back to life and apologizes and kind of catches her up on what's happened in the past. Who knows how long it's been? I don't know if they address how long Steven's kind of no, been away from everything. They haven't. She just said after all this time. So yeah. we don't know exactly how long. But he uh, catches her up on all of the sorcery shit he's been dealing with. Um, the Ancient One and Mordo meet Strange back at the uh, Sanctum. Um, and she tries to make Doctor Strange the Sanctum of New York. And he refuses essentially and he exposes the ancient one for drawing power from the dark dimension to stay alive all this time which you know blows Mordo's mind not in a good way uh Cassilius returns <clears throat> and Doctor Strange tries to trap him in the mirror dimension and that does not go well uh Strange and Mordo kind of fight a very much losing battle against uh Kaecilius and the Zealots. Um, before Kaecilius is able to actually kill Strange, uh, the Ancient One enters the chat and helps um, helps them defeat Kaecilius. But the Ancient One is fatally wounded in the fight and ends up dying at Christine's hospital, which is pretty gnarly. Um, but before she actually dies. Um, her and Doctor Strange's astral forms have a whole like superhero conversation. Essentially, um, she kind of gives him the motivation that he needs to, I don't know, have the courage to fight Dormammu, and reminds him that not everything revolves around him. Um, so knowing that it's up to him and Mordo to stop Dormammu, um, he gives Christine a very emotional goodbye. And once again, kind of like apologizes for being a dickhead. Um, Kaecilius goes to the Hong Kong Sanctum, um, where Wong is preparing to defend it. Um, Strange lets Mordo know that the Ancient One is dead. Uh, Mordo's world is essentially like torn apart by the news of the Ancient One's dying and the fact that she was drawing power from the Dark Dimension and the fact that she's been allowing, uh, Doctor Strange to just, I don't know, violate what he sees as natural law. Um, but Strange does convince him to come to Hong Kong and defend the Sanctum. But by the time they get there, it's too late. Um, the Sanctum's already fallen and the Dark Dimension slash Dormammu are on the way. Um, Strange, um, well, words. Even though the Sanctum had fallen, uh, Strange uses the Eye of Agamotto to kind of undo the past, let's call it hour. So that the Sanctum's back, some of the people who were injured or well or died or back. Um, yeah. Uh, Caecilius obviously comes back to fight. Um, a huge battle ensues and Dr. Strange just ups and goes into the dark dimension, um, where he meets Dormammu who kills him. And then he comes back and Dormammu kills him again. And then after a while, um, Dr. Strange reveals that he's trapped himself and Dormammu in an infinite time loop. So Dormammu can kill him over and over and over again, but will never come to Earth. Uh, Dormammu is essentially his prisoner. Um, Dormammu obviously is like, let me go. <laughs> and yeah. uh, Dem 
Doctor Strange bargains with him, um, agrees to let him go as long as he never comes back to Earth and takes Kaecilius and his zealots with him, which he agrees to. So that's the big battle of the movie, essentially. Um, So Strange returns to Hong Kong. Um, All seems well, but then Mortal kind of freaks out. Everything's kind of like coming together and Mordo essentially rage quits sorcery on the spot. He leaves the chat. He does. He does. Mordo leaves the chat. Um, so Wong and Strange return to the Sanctum or they return to Carmitage and it's revealed to people who didn't already know that the Eye of Agamotto contains the Time Stone, which is one of the six Infinity Stones. And epic hero shot of Doctor Strange in the Sanctum, he said he didn't want to take over and roll credits. Yeah. Yeah. Um Do I want to do the post credit scenes? Uh no, we'll talk about that. Okay, cool. Can you turn the volume down on my headphones a little bit? No. Do you have any you don't have any snare in your headphones? Well, I don't have any what? Any snare in your headphones? What what does that mean? It's um the opening the cleaning out my closet. Oh, no, my eardrums are just bleeding. That's dramatic. That's how it feels right now. <laughs> um, I also and hate, you called me dramatic. I also just hate having headphones on so much. I yeah. was good prior, but I understand that I need to be a part of this process. Um, yeah, so thank you. I think that was one of your shorter, shorter uh, recaps. Yeah. So big snaps. It was very succinct. And Sweet. it also was like the last 38 minutes of the movie. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So we get Dr. Strange thrust back on Christine again. I feel like she can never get rid of him. She just wants to forget him and he just keeps popping back up. <laughs> so um, the astral pro- projection of him that she can see was very entertaining. It was. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. she also did such a good job of like being jump scared and like physically reacting to something that i'm sure was just fake right like it's floating they're like oh pretend like you see him blah 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 like while they were shooting it i'm sure yeah yeah um and her physical like reactions to it were so good yeah yeah so good i love it rachel mcadams 10 out of 10 yeah so good um yeah was it he was like (laughs) he's like Watch what you do with that needle. She's like, oh, my God. (laughs) Um, What am I looking at? And you immediately realize that she, which we already knew this, that she's much more, um, much more, like, open-minded than he is because he's explaining this stuff to her. And she was just like, fine, whatever. Like, (laughs) she just kind of took it and rolled with it. Yeah. Instead of, like, getting stuck on it. Yeah. He didn't have to, like you know, throw her soul or detach her soul from her body and throw it into the oblivion for into her the to multiverse. like, yeah, for her to like understand what was going on. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, we kind of drop right in there. She's like, tell me the truth. And he tells her the truth and she's like, okay, don't tell me. <laughs> so that was pretty entertaining. And, I also, I feel like a lot of this movie, um, they do a good job of, like, the physicality of the fights. Mm -hmm. So, it was entertaining when the two souls 
or astral projections or whatever they are when the bad guy came in like to the hospital yeah. and the two astral projections were fighting it was entertaining to see them like you know slam into like knock stuff over and then slam into the vending machine and like knock some more chips loose for the yeah. poor soul that's just trying to get a bag of chips <laughs> um so that was really entertaining and it was also cool to see how um steven was able to use the electricity from the um defibrillator yeah to then kill or incapacitate the person who was trying to kill him yeah so that he killed was, him yeah he killed him i know yeah. but he i don't think he was trying to kill him no. he was just trying to save himself right yeah so that was again you're starting to see how they can like manipulate things that are happening in the real world and then use them astrally <laughs> yeah something like that so that was entertaining it was I love the, she was like, what are you wearing? <laughs> and then as he's trying to explain to her what happened, he did give her the extreme like cliff notes edition. Yeah. And she was like, oh, so you joined a cult. <laughs> he was like, no, it's not a cult. And she's like, okay, it's a cult. It sounds like a cult. Yeah, it sounds like a cult. So they were able to, again, that's like, is it a cult or a community, right? I think that's anytime you find a, a like-minded group of people, you should ask yourself that question. <laughs> so, cult or community. Maybe cult that'll be community. a sticker. Yeah. I think that would be a funny sticker. That's fair. Um, I also, again, the, the physicality of the things that are happening, the cloak is hilarious. Yeah. So, the cloak, like, swishes really dramatically. It wipes the tears off of Steven's face. <laughs> Right? Like, it's annoying. Yeah. It's there it. to, like, save him, but it's also, like, annoying him. Yeah. It almost, like, has its own personality. Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's like a little bit, of, a little bit of a trickster. Yeah. Um, we also have this really intense confrontation with Mordo and the Ancient One and Steven, where they confront him with sure you don't you know you didn't become a doctor to save people but you became a doctor to save one person and that was yourself yeah. and you can't like you killed that person to save yourself not to save more people and you have no spine yeah so he was very aggressively um confronted with what everyone within that again community is doing where they are fighting to uh, maintain the greater good right and he hasn't gotten to that point yet right where he's he killed that person to save himself he didn't kill that person to save anybody else it's true yeah yeah and mordo goes i've done things like i've you know he goes onto his hold brand and at that point i was like you know Mordo's looking a little dark yeah yeah there's definitely a shift yeah yeah and this is after he found out that the ancient one was drawing power from the dark dimension to yeah. stay alive yeah which yeah. he was not he was not happy no. about at all um, again, like, who knows what time is right now in this movie and also in any of these movies. It could have been, like, he could have been reconnected with, um, with them five minutes after everything happened or two seconds or five hours, right? Yeah. Like, we don't know how long it's been. So we, 
inherently don't know how long the Zetlets have had to get to Hong Kong and then begin to wreak havoc. Yeah. So, yeah, he has a very short period of time, Stephen does, to decide to fight when... um, Actually, I missed it. They come back before they go back to Hong Kong. They do, yeah. Yeah, he is like a very, you know, he is like maybe it's 30 seconds. Maybe it's been an hour. Who knows? Maybe, yeah. But yeah, he is like a very <clears throat> short period of time before he and Mordo and the Ancient One have to fight. Because he doesn't want the responsibility, right, of like being in charge of the Sanctum because he just wants to care for himself. Yeah, well, he wants his old life back. Yeah. Yeah. Which it's not going to happen. No. No, it could, but it's not it's not going to. Right. Um so yeah, he and Mordo, the zealots pop back up. Again, Steven doesn't understand how little he actually knows. So he thinks he does something clever by throwing them all into the mirror dimension. Instead, Mordo's like, Yeah, this was suicide. Yeah. This wasn't a clever trick. Right. So yeah, it's just like we have this really cool visual of it's almost like shoots and ladders. <laughs> right? Where like things are buildings are curling and uncurling. Yeah, they're, okay. That's right. Yeah, like they're running up buildings and then <clears throat> slide and then the world shifts and they're dropping. Yeah, it reminds me of Inception. I have never I've never seen Inception. You've never seen Inception? Nope, never hmm. seen Inception. But yeah, I feel like that's what Inception would look like if I had seen the movie. Yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, it was. Like, especially the part where um, Steven's running across, like, a broken bridge or, like, a segment of bridge. Yeah. And then um, Cassilius is running, like, is mirroring his movements but running upside down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The effects were crazy. Yeah. Yeah. They were super cool. And, like... This came out a while ago, but it, like, it doesn't look fake. No. Well, yeah, it came out in 2016? I mean, in, like, CGI world, that's a while, right? Yeah. Yeah, but it still looks cool. Yeah. It doesn't look, like, sloppy or clumsy. Or, no, like... the effects definitely aged really well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, then when you're like, oh, cool, everyone's about to eat shit and die, <laughs> then the Ancient One shows up. Yeah. And does some, like, really cool stuff. But also has to bargain with the fact that Mordo knows that she's been pulling from the dark, the dark power. Yeah, and it's another one of those like superhero movie tropes, I would say. Yeah, where like the person who is supposed to be like the leader or the one that people follow is keeping secrets from everybody. Yeah, and then like those secrets get exposed, and then there's a someone snaps or quits or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, she, and again, like, you're kind of seeing Mordo set up as, you're like, okay, this guy's, things are about to happen. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. So, she gets stabbed. <coughs> God. Um, falls back into the real world. Oh, which yeah. Which was kind of cool. It was, yeah. She falls out of the mirror dimension into the real world. Yeah. And falls through, you know, a bus awning onto yeah. the ground conveniently in front of the hospital. Yeah. So Christine's like, oh, God, not again. And she, <laughs> as she hears, you know, Stephen's voice. And then she's like, oh, shit, this is this is even worse. Yeah. Yeah. So 
the astral projections, again, I think are really cool because it gives them like extra time. Right. Which I don't think they've had because, again, we don't know what the time frame is in this fucking movie. Yeah, which is, I feel like I might be overthinking it, but I feel like that's the point, right? Yeah. Because you find out at the end that this movie revolves a lot around the time stone. Yeah. So I think the fact that, like, you can't really tell how much time is passing is, like, part of the film's, I don't know. Idea. Effect. Idea. Yeah. That's true. That makes sense. Yeah. And so she has this really meaningful conversation with Steven where she's like, you've missed the simplest lesson. Yeah. Arrogance and fear have kept you from understanding it. Yeah. And the lesson is literally like, this is not about you. Yeah. It's like, she's like, you're valued, but you're not special. <laughs> so, and you know, I'm sure he's been told that before in his life, but like, yeah. she's like, you just, you're not, it's not about you. Like that's his whole thing is like literally nothing is about you. Yeah. Which hmm, I'm trying to put this in a way without spoiling it too much. Sure. Um, I think down Dr. Strange's path, it does lead to what I would say it's some overcorrection. Yeah. To where he's like trying to teach that lesson to other people. Like he puts people in a situation to where like they have to make sacrifices for the greater good. And he's very much like either it's the only way, which we've heard a couple times in this movie. Yeah. Um, that line definitely comes back quite a few times or like in the grand scale of things, your sacrifice. How does he, I won't say what movie he says it in or who he says it about, but he goes in the grand scheme of the universe. Their sacrifice means infinitely more than their lives. Mm. And like, that's, I'm like looking back on it. It definitely, starts in that moment in my opinion no that makes sense yeah yeah and it he feels like a very overcorrecting type of a person so yeah yeah it'll be because he kind of goes all in one way or the other on it feels like everything he does in his life so yeah he has um this moment with again his last moment with the ancient one i'm not ready no one ever is we don't get to choose our time so I feel like that's also like a common theme among all of these movies so far is that nobody feels like they're ready during any of these. Like, you know, Ant-Man isn't like, yeah, I'm ready to be a tiny little man and crawl into the <laughs> sewer and, you know, yeah, be stuck in a briefcase with Yellow Jacket. Like, that's fair. And I think the ones who do think they're ready learn the harder way that they're not. Mm-hmm. And I would say Thor and... Tony are definitely in that group. Yeah, because they feel... Tony and Thor feel like they have a lot of common traits with Stephen Strange. Yeah. They're all overconfident white dudes. (laughs) Yeah. that's. I feel like that they have a little bit of talent or a lot of money. Yeah. And either way, like, they're just... Yeah, they have an overinflated ego. Yeah. And, you know, maybe one really cool, like, they have a crime-fighting suit, or they have a hammer, or, you know, they have, I don't know, you can read really well, or you can... 
Like what? <laughs> like right? Like I who don't reads know. well? Stephen? Stephen Strange? Oh, oh he's, he's read a, a lot. Doctor, yeah, yeah. Like he's read a lot. Like when he astro projects while he's sleeping and shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Because um, he studied the lessons. Yeah, but yeah. he studied the lessons, but he doesn't have gotcha. any practical application of skill with this shit. No. He's just read a lot, so he thinks he's Gucci. You're yeah. Like, no, no. And no. then shit hits the fan. Yeah, and you're like, okay, good luck, buddy. <laughs> so, yeah, let's throw ourselves into the mirror dimension and see. Like, I could even tell. I, he, as soon as he did that, I was like, ooh, I don't. I feel like that's probably not a good good call. <laughs> like, yikes. Um. I mean, yeah. he says it. Like, Caecilius is chasing him. He's like, this was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I chose poorly. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the ancient one, she also has a lot of self-reflective moments. Talks about how Mordo is rigid because of his upbringing Mm -hmm. and will need Steven's flexibility. Yeah. Yeah. And And then Steven needs his strength or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then she gone. Yeah. Yeah. And then they come to a moment where Christine, as he's saying goodbye, um, Christine says... Or he reminds Christine that she said that him, you know, hurting his hands and not being able to be a surgeon anymore. Like, there are other ways you can help people. Mm -hmm. And she, like, laughed and was like, yep, weirder ways. (laughs) (laughs) So, we love that. Yes. And then again, we have, like, the hilarity of the freaking um, cloak wiping his tears. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, stop it. So, yeah, and then we have, like, we have no idea how much time has actually passed because the bad guys pop up in Hong Kong. Wong says, nobody steps foot in front of the sanctum. Choose your weapons wisely. I think Wong is one of my favorite characters. Yeah, Wong's amazing. Yeah, super cool. And then it seems like Strange and Mordo have rushed there, but everything is already destroyed. Yeah. So you're like, well shit (laughs) like this is not gonna end well for anybody right and then steven i just wrote um i was like time reverse spell question mark (laughs) (laughs) i was like i don't know what's happening yeah he did some hand wavy stuff Mm -hmm. and you know all of a sudden green green spells start started happening and we hadn't seen green spells yet we'd only seen briefly well, I mean, not in a big way. Right. You saw it when he was fucking with the apple yeah. earlier in the movie. Yeah, but we yeah. we hadn't seen any, like, large-scale green spells. No. We had only seen, like, the orangey golden and then, like, whatever is coming out of the dark side. Yeah. So, yeah, I had no idea what was happening there. And again, you think that, you're like, okay, cool, like, he's gonna win. And then at the very end, you're like, oh, nope. Caecilius yeah. still popping back up, man. He's like the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> yeah, so it also... They do this thing in so many of these Marvel movies where they... Like, the the bad guy says something mm-hmm. that then the hero... Like, it, something clicks in their mind. And then from there, they're able to then go do what they need to do to, like, sacrifice themselves or save everybody. Yeah. So, Caecilius or someone says, like, something about time. Mm, and yeah, then, yeah. yeah. And then Strange goes, beyond time? Question mark? <laughs> or, like, we don't have time or something. or Something I, like that. Yeah, yeah. And he then goes into the darkness, which 
looks like one of the dimensions from Rick and Morty. (laughs) So that was, again, entertaining to be like, oh, this looks like Rick and Morty. And then like Darmoramond or whatever. Darmamu. Darmamu looked like the volcano villain from Moana. Yeah. Yeah. They looked very similar. Which I think this came out before Moana. Probably, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so. It did. So maybe the writers or the illustrators from Disney stole stole this. I, I mean, Disney owns Marvel. They can do whatever the fuck they want. That's fair. So then that might also, because, like, again, that it seems like sometimes the effects are kind of shared. And yeah. just, like, a little bit swapped between some of these movies. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe whoever illustrated Moana also worked on this. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be interesting to find out. So... We then see Strange. You're like, oh, he has some character development. Finally. Yeah. Where he traps Dormammu. Yeah. In a fucking endless time loop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he he doesn't come to bargain or come to win. He comes to bargain. <laughs> yeah. I think it was a big character moment to where he was prepared to just die over and over and over and over. Yeah, which is wild. Yeah. Absolutely wild. I do love how annoyed Dormammu gets. Yeah, he's like, I don't I don't want to do this. <laughs> what like, is this? It's like, don't, I, I don't, I don't want to do this. No. I'm just going to be stuck doing this with you over and over again. How do I get out of this? There's one time he's like, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I want you to take your zealots okay. off of our world and never come back. So... He does. Yeah. Cool, bud. I actually really, really like it because it. I think a lot of these movies have, like, a final battle that's really, like, crazy and epic. Mm-hmm. And they're... Not that this was anticlimactic in any way. Yeah. But it... I don't know. It felt different. Yes. It felt like a good shift. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, like, gratuitous violence. No. It was... It's very clever. Yeah. Yeah. It really was. Because I think... If you were, if this was first, first half of the movie, Stephen, it would have been this huge, large scale fight, right? Right. But second half, Stephen is okay with bargaining mm-hmm. and being annoying <laughs> and not coming out on top as the clear winner. Yeah. Because he's not like all out dominating the person. No. Because it feels like him, prior to all of the stuff, he was, like, a very dominating human. Yeah. Whether he was, he was always number one in everything he did. Yeah. And so this is, like, okay, he's not winning. He's just, like, able to be okay yeah. with like getting what he's looking for. Sacrificing himself for the greater good. Yeah. yeah. Which is some Harry Potter shit, so. That's <laughs> fair. Maybe... They're all just like actually maybe when is Grindelwald gonna pop up in this? <laughs> I mean, the actor's already in it. I know, so huh. maybe we'll have the because the greater good is some Grindelwald shit. Like that was his line was the greater good. I mean, isn't that what most villains say? I don't know. I think so. I think yeah. they have some version of that. Yeah. So, yeah, it um, you know the. This super cool reverse time spell thing we find is defying the laws of nature, mm-hmm. which is something they're not supposed to do. Yeah. And Wong has a funny line where he's like, I don't care. Keep doing it. 
And then he finally makes Wong laugh. Oh, yeah, at the end. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, you should have... Sh- you should have stolen the whole book. The warnings about the spell will come at the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which is amazing. Yeah. Wong laughs hysterically. And then Mordo gives off hella villain vibes. Yeah, he does. He's like, you have, you know, broken our laws. You've disrupted our the the laws of nature. Right. She was lying to us this whole time. Yeah. Everything I know is a lie. I feel like a big takeaway of this is like, if you're a leader of people, tell them the truth. Just yeah. tell them everything. Yeah, tell yeah. them everything. Stop trying to protect your pupils who are going to find out and then hate you. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you create villains out of those. Right. So he decides he's <clears throat> leaving the path. He's not following the path anymore. No. He gone. He gone. And... I know that the fight was, like, it felt different, right? Mm-hmm. I really felt like the end of this movie was very anticlimactic. But also probably, like, I'm sure once I get further into it, I'll look back on it and be like, okay, like, it was just kind of a chill ending, right? Like, he puts he puts the broken watch from Christine back on. And yeah. He's, like, accepting his shaky hands or whatever he's doing. Well, I think... Because you know so much, like, I I don't think it was anticlimactic if you wouldn't have known what you know. Okay. Because, like, the whole thing, like, I think this movie's ending signified that, like, we were wrapping or we were getting to the main conflict of the Infinity Saga. Okay. Because this is, like, the third or fourth stone. Yep. We're like, oh, shit, like, this all revolves around an Infinity Stone, like... If you're keeping count, this has to be, like, four. Yeah, this is a fourth one. Right. Because I think that's what happened. I went to go see this with my friend Uriah, and we were like, that's, like, the fourth Infinity Stone. And then, for a lot of people, that's when you realize, like, they're they're actually going to do the Infinity Saga with Thanos and the Gauntlet. Like, it's going to happen. Yeah, and also... It, he, they don't say that it's the time stone. They just say that it's the infinite or an infinity stone. Right. And then he obviously was manipulating time with it. So right. you can like make that jump. Yes. Um, yeah. So that's, that's wild. Mm-hmm. And here we are. Uh-huh. And shit wraps up. <laughs> and then we have our, our two end scenes, post credit scenes. Yes. Where kind of, um, Awkwardly, we have Doctor Strange interviewing, or it seems to be interviewing Thor, yeah. who's a god. <laughs> it's like, oh, there are wizards on Earth now? <laughs> like, oh my god. Um, yeah. And Thor is just like, almost seems like he doesn't have time, yeah. right, to talk to Doctor Strange. Right. He's like, I don't drink tea. And then he's like, okay, what do you drink? And then he gives him like a self-refilling um, liter of beer yeah and he's like oh loki's on your short list well that's probably smart well we're gonna bring him here because we're looking for my father yeah which is something that we had talked about well he was already there loki was already there in new york yeah because dr strange was like loki's on the list or whatever so it's like why did you bring him to new york okay yeah so he has already brought him there yes loki's already there okay so then Doctor Strange is going to help him find their father. Mm-hmm. 
but I feel like Loki is the one that disposed of Odin. That's what I think. Well, we're what, like two movies away from Ragnarok? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So that'll, so we'll maybe find out then. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, yeah, that's based off of everything that's previously happened. It seems like Loki has already, has already gotten rid of him. And then he took over as Odin. He was pretending to be Odin. So then, is this actually Loki? Or is this Odin pretending to be? <laughs> like, yeah. we, we don't know if this is actually Loki. I don't yeah. know. I don't mm-hmm. know. So, that that will be... That sets up, I guess, that movie nicely. Yeah. Because I also, like... I was going to be like, oh, I don't know what Thor Ragnarok is about at all. But now, I guess I kind of do. Maybe. Maybe not so much. Okay. Um, and then... We have Mordo who finds Pagborn. Yeah, I think so. John Pagborn or something. Yeah, Pangborn. Yeah, the dude from the beginning who magically yeah healed himself from paralysis. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So he finds him, gives off, gives off again like super villain vibes. <laughs> Anytime you walk into a spot where someone else is alone and you put your hood up, yeah, in a superhero movie, that's some major villain shit yeah villain vibes unless you're batman yeah batman so he takes john's powers away from him and when he asks why he goes (laughs) i see what's wrong in the world i've had a revelation there are too many sorcerers yeah so like this isn't the last we're gonna see of mordo because i'm sure he'll pop back up yeah. Or Mordo yeah. in some iteration will pop back up. Like, yeah. I feel like there's going to be a larger plot to... Yeah. Well, have you seen the trailer for Doctor Strange 2? Nope. No. I'm pretty good at, like, not seeing things. Yeah. I mean, I feel like at this point you can watch the trailer because you've seen WandaVision and you've seen Doctor Strange. I don't think anything will get spoiled for you. Yeah. But also, you're an adult, so if you don't want to watch it, you don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. So, Yeah. This movie's done. Sure is. I feel like I'm going to give this movie a 7 out of 10. Yeah? Yeah. I think that's kind of how I feel about this. It is not one of my favorite, um, but it was interesting. It was. And it was a good departure actually i'm gonna give it let's say like a 7.3 okay that's gonna go 7.5 so that's okay. about right yeah like yeah. It, again good movie interesting departure brings in some cool elements of other worlds mm-hmm. that we will be seeing in the future mm-hmm. there's the introduction of Stephen strange with thor so that's cool. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know. Hopefully Rachel McAdams pops up again. <laughs> I don't know. So who is your unsung hero? Oh, my unsung hero. Gotta say Christine Palmer. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's my unsung hero. Nice. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say Wong is mine. Yeah, I was debating between those two. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Wong is definitely mine because he's, he fought to the death 
and then they brought him back. <laughs> and he is okay with – he has a flexible enough understanding of the world to allow for times to break out of the norm or what they think they should do. Yeah, he's not quite as rigid as Mordo, but not as reckless as Steven. Yeah, and he yeah. also is a very good teacher to Steven. He is, yeah. Yeah, so he's a real MVP, I think, he and Christine. Yeah. Yeah, so I have no idea what will happen in Doctor Strange 2. Actually, that's a lie. I think well, I, I know that Wanda will. You also have a lot to get through before Doctor yeah. Strange 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have yeah. a bunch. But I know Wanda as I'm staring at a poster of Wanda. Yeah. Um, As the Scarlet Witch. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think that'll happen. Um, but yeah, Guardians 2 is next. Mm -hmm. I feel like the gang's going to be all back together. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's going to be a villain. Mm -hmm. I feel like they're going to have to fight the villain. <laughs> and hopefully they'll win. There will be hopefully hilarity. Yeah. Because I hopefully it'll be like more it'll be a comedy like the first one. Yeah. Um hopefully Gamora and I can't remember Peter. Yeah, Peter. Hopefully they get together, maybe. Um, and I feel like her sister, who I can't remember right now. Nebula. Nebula. I think there's gonna be a big fight between Nebula and Gamora. And maybe we'll see Thanos again. Maybe. Maybe. So, because we're, we're setting the scene for stones. <laughs> kind like, of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind of. Like, we're yeah. getting, we're, we're rocketing that direction. Yeah, you kind of know where it's leading to. Yeah, because we've also seen a couple of stones mm -hmm. in the last Guardians movie. So. Did we? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Because the collector had two of them. Yep. Yeah. So, that's cool. Yeah. You got anything else? Mm. No. Cool. I'm just excited for you to check along. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. We're here. We finished up movie 14. Look at you. Which is wild. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, on to the next one. Uh-huh. So, please like subscribe leave us a comment and let us know where you're listening from yeah and please review us on itunes and spotify so other people can find us as well yes cool thanks everyone okay bye okay bye thank you for diligently listening to the marvelous podcast with rochelle and jay you are the true heroes of this universe Keep their integrity heroic and let Jay know if they fucked up any details in this episode. Then stay tuned for the correction in the next episode's noted segment. Please like and subscribe on all podcast platforms and follow the adventure on Instagram at Marvel Less Podcast. Excelsior!